The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co host, Adam Spees. Today, we have two returning contenders ready to see who is the better trivia player. In one corner, we have someone who supports us so much, I'm contractually obligated to call him our biggest fan. But don't call him Troy. It's Brian McClure. That's right. Good morning, everyone. How you doing? Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Uh, my name is Brian. I uh, work for a large medical firm, travel from hospital to hospital. My goal in life is to annoy Adam as much as possible with every bad movie I can think of. <laughs> you do your job well. Thank you. And in the other corner, our current Patreon tournament champion, and the only man to impersonate the Macho Man better than Randy Savage himself, it's Scotty Too Hotty Barber. I, I don't know if it's better than Randy Savage, but it is one of my few personality characteristics that I can glean onto and that people actually like. So I tend to lean into that pretty heavily. So, But thank you. <laughs> All right. All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right. Well, before we get started, I, of course, want to know our contenders just a little bit better. Scott, I know you like wrestling. Brian, I know you like movies. So I want you two to tell me, what is your favorite movie starring a wrestler? Ready to rumble. David Arquette doesn't count. I know he was WCW <laughs> champion. He, that doesn't hey, count. But no, there were plenty of other wrestlers in Ready to Rumble. Uh, they, true. Very true. Uh, is that even a movie? Oh yeah, is oh, that, yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, he legitimately that was, won WCW championship, all as like a uh, you know a tie-in. Yeah, I'm, I w- okay, saying that a professional wrestler legitimately won a championship <laughs> first off on the surface of it is it's a great statement. It's a it's it's a bold statement. I appreciate it as a fan. However, uh, it does even make me go, okay, now slow down. Uh, that being said, I have two, and I'm trying to figure out which one I'm going to name here. Is it going to be Spider-Man with Randy Savage as Bonesaw, or is it going to be They Live with Roddy Piper? 
And just because I'm leaning into the Randy Savage thing, let's go Spider-Man with Bonesaw uh, as, as the three-minute opponent of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Are, are y'all forgetting about Suburban Commando? I mean, <laughs> come on. Hey, I didn't forget it. It's easily in my top 30. Okay, <laughs> even though the answer's been given, isn't the correct answer, though, Rocky Three? No. Okay. The correct answer <laughs> Is the Princess Bride? Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, oh, the correct okay. answer is the Princess Bride. You're right. That's that's legit. You're right. The correct answer is the. Princess. However, I didn't even know Ready to Rumble was a movie, <laughs> so by default, Scotty Barber is going to get All to right. pick first in Very round good. one. Well, guess what you're going to be watching soon. <laughs> yeah, ready, ready to rumble. Oh wow, Whew. ready to rumble is it's. A, right in line with uh, Brian McClure's other films, it sounds like. I would say it's a Herculean <laughs> effort, but to go with the no-holds-barred angle, I'm going to say it's a Zeusian effort to uh, watch uh, no-holds-barred. It's, um, it's a Ray to Rumble, rather. Uh, it's, it's a bit. <laughs> it's a bit. <laughs> it is. Even for a wrestling fan, that's a, that's a tough watch, man. It, it is WCW in the late 90s, Yeah, like after 96. <laughs> Like Buff Bagwell's mom, uh, <laughs> being you know, wrestled yeah, to, Judy Bagwell on a pole type of on a pole, yeah. exactly. Well, and, and David Arquette thing. is champion, right? That, yeah, David Arquette is champion, Viagra on a pole matches. It's 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 right in that same time frame, so yeah, those are all things that happen, yeah. All right, Scott, what uh, category all would you right, like? Let's run down the categories if you don't mind, just so I got them all down. I'm, I'm at eight and I can't seem to get the other two. Mm-hmm. Movies, music, TV, toys and games, sports, news and politics, fashion, literature, slang, and food. Okay, so let's start off with music. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. All right. This is a lyric question, and this is one I call Shakespeare a Song. I've taken the words to a popular 80s tune, and I've run them through a Shakespeare translator. I will read it to you, and I need you to tell me the name of the song. All right. I did get something to bid thee. I did get something to sayeth. I'm going to put it this dreameth in motion. Never alloweth nothing standeth in my own way, at which hour the going gets resilient, the resilient dispense. All right. I'm pretty sure that is a soundtrack uh, song from, I believe it's it's either Romancing the Stone or it's the sequel. I can't remember which or off the top of my head, which is a bad start to the game. But I'm pretty sure it's When the Going Gets Tough, the Tough Get Going by Billy Ocean. When the Going Gets Tough is correct. Didn't even need a reread on it. Just one of those I was I was hoping to get it the first time, so I wouldn't make you have to reread it. But that's <laughs> we're it's a good start. It's a good start to the day. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian, what category would you like? Well, let's go ahead and knock movies out. Yep. And your decade is the fifties. What actor and five-term president of the National Rifle Association played Moses in the nineteen fifty-six film The Ten Commandments? Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston is correct. You can pry this gun from my cold, dead hands. As he wore a Rolex in the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. Wild stuff. Wild stuff. All right, Scott. All right. Let's go with uh, TV. TV. 
You're going back to the 80s. This question is brought to us by Jody Steele. Thank you, Jody. Desperate Lives is a 1982 made-for-TV anti-drug movie famous for a scene in which high school student Sandy throws herself out a window during a bad trip. Which Academy Award-winning actress and former sitcom star played Sandy? Oh, my goodness. Can I get a reread of that? Because I don't think I've ever seen this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Desperate Lives is a 1982 made-for-TV anti-drug movie made famous for a scene in which high school student Sandy throws herself out a window during a bad trip. Which Academy Award-winning actress and former sitcom star plays Sandy? Sitcom star... That's my only end to this is a sitcom star and Academy Award winning actress. So who would that be? Mm. Okay, let me think. No, no. <laughs> I just watched this scene on, <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Not, not Oscar worthy? <laughs> not yet, no. What can that be? I'm I'm even struggling to come up with someone who's Academy Award winning and sitcom. Um, uh, let's go with the only one I can come up with is Helen Hunt. So let's go with Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt is correct. Stop it. As good as it gets. That's the only way I could get into that from Mad Damn, About that, You. Yeah. That was a crazy pull, Scott. Yeah, well, I was, again, if it wasn't for the two hints, I don't get it. Oh, go watch uh, the scene. <laughs> it's solid. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. All right, Brian. I don't know why I'm shouting. She can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go with toys and games. Okay. And our first three out of four are in the 80s. Now we're talking. What 1986 video game by Sega features the player driving around scenic blue sky beaches in a red open top convertible. Oh, I know this game. I played this game. I played this arcade game. It is. I'm going to mess up the name of it, though. I remember everything about it. Remember the countdowns. I feel like I'm messing up the name. I'm going to go with Cruising USA. I don't think that's right, though. Cruising USA is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? I've been thinking about it the whole time, and my brain is locked in on the wrong game, and I can't get it to move off. Because <sighs> I'm like Brian. I know what it is. I can see it. I oh, just cannot pull the stupid name. Uh, uh, the, the name I'm stuck on is the one I'll guess, and that's um, Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter is also in Yeah, correct. I knew it. Just got locked in on it. Couldn't shake it. The correct answer is... Outrun. Outrun. Outrun, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yes, it is right. Because that's, uh, <laughs> because that's what's on the sheet. He's verified it. Yeah. All right, uh, Scott. Oh, what does it leave us with? We have we have sports. Let's go to sports. Mm-hmm. And your decade is the 60s. Ooh. The 1960 Summer Olympics were held in what Italian city? whose founder was reportedly the son of Mars, the god of war. Yeah, I think that was the year that Cassius Clay won the uh, gold medal uh, uh, for, for the USA, and that was in Rome. Rome is correct. All right, Brian, what would you like? Oh, we've had good luck here before, so we're going to go with slang. Okay. 
Your decade is the 2000s. That's not good. This 2000s slang referred to being able to understand what just happened. This 2000s slang referring to, to understanding what just happened? This 2000s slang referred to being able to understand what just happened. Got nothing on this one. Got nothing? All right, oh. Scott, can you steal? Is this year 2000 or the decade 2000s? Decade 2000. The decade 2000s. Okay. Um, understanding what just happened. I don't know. I'm just going to guess click. I don't have anything for it either. Click is incorrect. I think you can definitely tell when I've written a question when I was exhausted because I was lazy and didn't put any <laughs> I was going to say there. there's not a lot of flavor context. There, there there, yeah. yeah, there was not a flavor in this one. Uh, I was looking for, I see what you did there. <laughs> That's tough to get to. Okay. I know. All right, let's move on from that one. <laughs> and uh, where are we? Uh, Scott, 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 Scott me, uh, Okay, so we have we have food, fashion, lit, and news. Lit and news, and that's it, right? Food, fashion, literature, and news. Let's go literature. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your decade is the '60s. First appearing in Amazing Fantasy number fifteen, The Amazing Spider-Man was created by Stan Lee. And what legendary artist? I'm pretty sure that's going to be Jack Kirby, so I'll just guess Kirby. Kirby is incorrect. That's not good because that's what I was thinking it was. So who could it be if it's not Kirby? This is where I wish I would have paid better attention to Crimson Tide. Um, Even though they're talking about Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Kirby would have been my guess, so it's not Kirby. It is not Kirby. Adam, do you know the answer to this? I believe so. Isn't it Steve Ditko? It is Steve Ditko. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is Steve Ditko. Good job. I am entering the game, and I just got 10 points. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brian, news, fashion, or food, what would you like? Uh, Let's see how news treats us. Your decade is the 70s. The Microsoft Corporation was founded on April 4th, 1975 by Bill Gates... And what partner who passed away in 2018? I don't want to say too much because I'm going to clue Scott into it if he mm-hmm. isn't on top of it. It's, um, I'm drawing a blank. This is killing me. Name him, Scott. I don't think I have it either. I, I have a name, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's deceased, but I could be wrong. I'm, I'm just going to guess Paul Allen and go with it. Paul Allen is correct. Okay. I was, I, I didn't realize he died. So that's interesting. Man. All right, Scott, you got the steal, and you get to pick your category. All Left, we have right. fashion that and food. Us with food and fashion. Let's go with food. <laughs> no surprise there. I at least eat food. I don't <laughs> do fashion. You can tell by looking at me, I don't do fashion. Uh, your decade is the 80s. Yep. All right, and we have a question brought to you by Will Dennison. Thank you, oh, Will. Hey, Will. Saved by the bill. <laughs> <laughs> what, what on episode? <laughs> what was. Jesse Spano eating at the uh... caffeine pills, definitely caffeine. Yeah, definitely <laughs> caffeine pills. Oh, if it's come from Will, I am definitely so scared. All right. Hoping to compete with McDonald's Egg McMuffin, which was dominating the fast food breakfast landscape at the time, Burger King released what item in 1983, whose name is a portmanteau of its main distinguishing feature, a flaky pastry of Austrian origin, and the food category one would place it in. Can you repeat that, please? Mm-hmm. Hoping to compete with McDonald's Egg McMuffin, which was dominating the fast food breakfast landscape at the time, 
Burger King released what item in 1983 whose name is a portmanteau of its main distinguishing feature, a flaky pastry of Austrian origin, and the food category one would place it in? Is that the sandwich? Croissantwich is correct. Okay. It's pronounced croissantwich. Croissantwich. Oh, sorry. 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 I, I'm, I, I implore you to still let me have the points yeah. for that. Well, this, again, Appalachian accent. Sorry. All right. That leaves Brian with fashion. And we're going to need to know what Brian's 2000s fashion knowledge is like. All right. And this question is brought to us by Jackie LeFave. Thank you, Jackie. A yellow bracelet with this word etched on it was super fashionable to wear in the early 2000s. It came from Lance Armstrong's foundation to aid cancer victims. Live Strong. Live Strong is correct. Oh, man. That, that, was, a, that was a good fake out there, Scott. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I used to race bikes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were say, a biker. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? Uh, Scotty, ba- Scotty body. I was going to say Scotty body. <laughs> Scotty too hotty with the body, uh, has 50 and Brian McClure is trailing a bit, but he can definitely come back in the second round and he has 20. Just trying to spot uh, Scotty there a little bit. That's all. I, I appreciate it. I need all help I can get. All right. Well, Scott picked first in round one. So Brian, you get to pick first in round two. What do you want to give to Scott? Let's see how his Appalachian fashion is. All right. No surprise there. And his decade is the 60s. The early 60s introduced us to the snugly fit drain pipe jeans, which we know today as what? 60s drain pipe jeans. Just for the time, I'm going to guess bell bottoms. Bell bottoms is incorrect. All right. Brian, can you steal? Again, me and Scott thinking along the same lines there. Um, Scary. Can you read the last part? You said it was what drain. The early '60s introduced us to the snugly fit drain pipe jeans, which we know today as what? The snugly fit. Would they have been that early? Let's just go with skinny jeans. Skinny jeans is correct. Good nice. job. Good job. I didn't realize that they came out in the '60s. Mm-hmm. All right, Brian, get the steal. And um, now, Scott, you need to pick a category for Brian. Okay, let's go with um, literature. Why not? Okay. And your decade is the 70s. All right. And this question is brought to you by Jody Steele. Thank you, Jody. This Chilean poet, diplomat, and politician was awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1971. His work has been referenced in the TV shows like The Simpsons and movies like Patch Adams as the epitome of romantic poetry. Nope, not coming up with any Chilean poets. All right. Nothing. Scott, Scott, can you steal? No, I don't think I can. I think the only name that's coming to mind is the one I don't think it's right, but I'll just go with Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Gabriel Garcia Marquez is also incorrect. Uh, I want to thank Jody for actually a poetry question because Adam and I never write poetry questions. No way. (laughs) Uh, This is Pablo Neruda. Yeah, I never would have got there. Okay. All right. All right. Brian, what do you want to give Scott? Oh, we'll give Scott food. Okay. I like it when people give me food. 
It's a bit oldy though. Uh, it's a bit moldy though because it's from the fifties. Originally made for diabetics, what brand was the first to introduce a zero calorie soft drink in nineteen fifty two? It's all in the name. It's all in the name. I'll, I'll take a reread of that, please. Originally made for diabetics, what brand was the first to do, introduce a zero calorie soft drink in 1952? It's all in the name. The clue is throwing me off because I thought I knew this. The clue's throwing me off, unless that's the slogan of it then. I'll, I'll just go with what I originally thought and guess tab. Tab is incorrect. All right. Brian, can you steal? Again, that's three for three that I'm thinking the exact same thing as he's going through it. What would have been a zero-calorie drink in the 50s? It's all in the name. Yeah, I'm still lost. I still I wouldn't have had a second guess. You shouldn't have known, yeah. you should have known it wasn't Tab because Marty McFly traveled to the 50s and asked for one, and the bartender didn't know what the, uh, the diner guy didn't know what it was. So when in doubt, back to the future. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it is basically a historical document now. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in the name. I'm thinking zero calorie, though. Um, seven up. Seven up is incorrect. This was going to be a tough one if you weren't already aware of it because it is not around anymore. It is called No Cal Soda. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Good clue. Okay. Yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> All right, Adam, I'm already lost. Whose turn is it? Uh, it is Scott's turn to pick. For I Brian. give. Yep. Yeah, let's go news. Okay. And we're staying in the 50s. All right. History changed on October 4th, 1957, when the Soviet Union successfully launched the world's first artificial satellite named what? Sputnik. Oh, yeah. Sputnik is correct. Good job. All right, Brian, what do you want to give to Scott? None of the above. Um, uh, oh, let's give Scott sports. Let's hope we get something oh deep here. The decade is the 2000s. Considered by some to be the biggest upset in college football history, what school shocked the country by beating Michigan 34 to 32 in 2007? Yeah, that was, that was a Labor Day weekend of 2007. It was a uh, Appy State, Appalachian State over Michigan. Yeah, we don't talk about we don't house. talk about such blasphemy in this house. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew Brian would get this one. <laughs> Appalachian, Appalachian State, State is correct. Yeah, I watched that game uh, uh, in New York City in um, Labor Day weekend, oh seven, and <laughs> I, I saw someone walking down the street. I was meeting some friends at the ESPN zone. Saw some saw a guy walking down the street with an App State shirt. And I was like, they and at the time they were old rivals with one of my schools I went to, and I was like, hey, I had an App State shirt here in uh, here in New York. What's the what's the chances? And as I'm walking in the bar, the the game is ending. And <laughs> just like, what are the odds? Uh, all right, uh, Scott, you're picking for Brian. Yes. And left we have movies, music, TV, toys and games, and slang. Slang it is. Slang it is. Your decade is the 70s. All right. This question is also brought to you by Jody Steele. Thank you, Jody. This phrase used when saying goodbye was born from the trucker craze of the 1970s and was used when two trucks would pass each other going in opposite directions. I feel like I have a couple different options here. 
Let's go with over and out. Over and out is incorrect. Scott, can you yeah. steal? Without that hint, that's what I was going to go with. Um, unfortunately, I can't come up with anything better. Okay, so trucker craze opposite directions. Uh, it's going to be wrong, but I'll just guess see you down the road. See you down the road is also incorrect. Uh, the correct answer is catch you on the flip side. I thought that, but then I didn't. I, I was thinking flip side. Okay. I don't know. Blame Jody. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Brian is picking Brian. for Scott. Yep, Brian's picking for Scott. Let's give him some toys and games. Maybe we can go early here. Yeah, the decade is the 50s. Kids all over the world have learned to walk with the assistance of this popular toy by Fisher Price, which came out in 1957. Maybe this is why I hate vacuuming. Hmm. What's that thing called? I don't know. And I don't want to guess anything to maybe give Brian an extra hint, so I'll just pass. All right, Brian, can you steal? Oh, now that I can talk it out, I don't know the name if it's what I'm thinking. Maybe what Scott was thinking looked like I always thought it was the little lawnmower thing with the colored beads that would move around in it um, from Fisher Price. Um, why you hate vacuuming? Fisher Price Toy Vac. I don't know. <laughs> the Toy Vac is incorrect. The, uh, the hint I put in there was not necessarily for the name of the toy, but just to give you an image of the toy. So hopefully you could remember what it looked like. And you described it perfectly. It's a thing with the little balls inside it is called a corn popper oh Hmm. see i thought it was called a bubble popper and i I didn't want to say that to give him any hint to it so yeah yeah. i didn't know what it was called but yeah i I corn popper okay yeah i could see it and i was just like what's it called though and again i thought it was called a bubble popper so i'm glad i didn't say anything all right scott what do you want to give to brian movies music and tv left let's go tv okay and the decade is the 90s. What show, starring Jerry O'Connell and John Reese davies centers around a group of people who travel between different Earths and parallel universes via a vortex-like wormhole, which activated by a handheld timer device and not, unfortunately, Tiny Hamburger? By unfortunately what? And unfortunately, not Tiny Hamburger. Sliders. Sliders. Yeah. Is correct. I really hate that hint was in there because I had it at John Reese Davies. Yeah. Damn it. All right. <sighs> at first, I heard tiny hammers and I was like, yeah. Brian, we got uh, movies and music left. What do you want to give to Scott? What do you want to keep for yourself? Uh, we, we, I think we know how that's playing out. So, Scott, yep. you're taking music. Okay. Let's go. Decade is the 2000s. What Scottish indie rock band, popular in the 2000s, is named after the man whose assassination triggered World War One. Their big hit was Take Me Out, I think. Uh, that's Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand is correct. All right, and that leaves Brian with movies. Does. And we'll finish off in the 90s. Finish this line from the 1997 Quentin Tarantino film, Jackie Brown. AK-47. When you absolutely positively got to kill every motherfucker in the room, blank, blank, blank. My mind is blank. Oh, I know this. I'm giving you a free one, Scott. No, you're not, because I thought it was going to be absolutely positively have to kill every motherfucker in the room. I didn't 
didn't I can't think of them the last three either. You and I definitely are sharing a brain today. Um, blank, blank, blank. What would that be? I just guess in a second because I don't have anything else. Yeah, I don't have it. In a second is incorrect. Yeah. Adam, can you give us your best Samuel L. impression? No, I don't know the I don't know this line either. Oh wow, this is quite possibly my favorite Samuel L. Jackson line of all time. And the problem was you and kept maybe yours alone. You kept saying the line. <laughs> kept saying the line. That's what that's what I thought. Yeah. AK forty seven. When you absolutely positively got to kill every motherfucker in the room, except no substitutes. Okay, okay. I remember that now. Yeah. Right. That is a very underrated movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, that is the end of round two, Adam. What is our score going into the final round? Yeah, we've got a fairly tight one here. It could go mm-hmm. any way, and I'm excited about that. Scotty Barber is in the lead with 70, but Brian McClure isn't terribly far behind with 50. All right. So, Scott, since you are in the lead going into the final round, what category would you like? Um, Let's go with music, please. Okay. Oh... And the decade is the 70s. All right. And Brian, what category would you like? Do I try to go completely out of our wheelhouse here? Yeah, we got to do it. It's to make it exciting. We'll do movies. Okay. All right. Let's go. And your decade is the 2000s. I want to change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So based on 70s music and 2000s movies, please lock in your bids. What are the scores again? Uh, you have 70. McClure has 50. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm in. Okay. All right. Here is your 70s music question. The group, the Jackson 5, had four number one hits on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 in 1970. Which one was the first one? Doing so on January 31st of that year. And your 2000s movie question who played Christopher McCandless in the film film adaptation of John Krakauer's Into the Wild? And while our contenders are thinking about this, here is a special message. Ladies and gentlemen, it's almost that time of the year. A time for fun, a time for family, a time for trivia. That's right, the annual Throwback Trivia Takedown Patron Tournament is going to be starting January of next year. So give a loved one or yourself the gift of trivia by going to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and join at any level before December 31st to be entered into the tournament. Happy holidays. Uh, I've got answers, but they're not right. It's disappointing. Okay. Okay. I've got an answer. All right. Brian, since you were behind, what were your answers to the questions? Um, for the music, the only one that I was coming up with, um, I don't even know if it's the actual name of it, but it was ABC one two three, and for the movies I had Gabriel Byrne. All right, and Scott. Well, only I was flipping a coin between I want you back and ABC, and I too went ABC, and for the movies couldn't draw a thing. Um, so, uh, and I know it's wrong because it came out way too late, and I don't even think it's the right movie. So I'm gonna guess Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. <laughs> okay. Sorry, it's always it's always uh, confidence building when you when the hosts laugh at the answer that you give. 
Well, considering Christopher McCandless was like a yeah. 18, 19 year old. Don't know the book. <laughs> yeah, neither don't know. Yeah. Don't know the first thing. Again, it is a fantastic book, and I highly, highly recommend you read I'm, it. I'm never after after Adam laughing at it. I'm never reading this book. Matter of <laughs> fact, I'm buying copies of this book just to throw away. <laughs> just so other people can't read it, despite it. <laughs> All right. Here are your answers to the questions. And if anyone ever asked me anything about In the Wild, I'm say it's the worst book ever. Adam Spees has told me how much he hates this book. He's, 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 I was, I was, I was going to like it, and he argued me out of reading it. Uh-huh. No. I'm going to discourage generations of people not to ever encounter this book just because of you, Adam. That's a, what an honor. All right. For the 2000s uh, movie question, the, <clears throat> Excuse me, the actor who played Kirsten Candless in the film adaptation of John Cracker's Into the Wild. Adam, who was it? Emil Hirsch. Emil Hirsch. And for the 70s music question, the Jackson 5 number uh, the song Jackson 5 song that hit number 1 first in 1970. Scott, you went the wrong way. It was I uh, want, you back. want you back. Oh, got it. All right. Well, so, at least it didn't come down to that. Emil no Hirsch right answers. So yeah. There. All right, so it is going to come down to wagers. Brian, how much did you bid? With a lot of of thinking and trepidation, I went really small and went with eight. All right, and Scott, how much did you bid? That, uh, let's see, so eight will bring you down to, what, 30 or 42. 42. 42. I was hoping you are going to try to lock me out. That's exactly what I did, so congratulations. 31 was my wager. You You did it perfectly. Adam, do the math. Yeah. What is Uh, the final score? With some fantastic wagering strategies, your winner today is Brian McClure with 42 to Scott Barber's 39. Good job. Excellent. Wow. Great. Congratulations, Brian. Thank you. You took down the champion. Oh, feels good after as much smack talk as I've been given (laughs) Scott. (laughs) <laughs> well that that also lets everybody out there know that uh scotty Tuhati is defeatable will he return oh. as champ it's hard to say because he just got taken down wagering can be a huge aspect oh this is my second loss on the game i lost yeah. brian uh i'm, I'm two against brian's so uh, oh didn't you didn't uh, you lose to Seguritan? i lost Seguritan. so this is my third loss yeah <laughs> yes i'm very beatable who else did you lose yeah. to uh jeffrey no and Seguritan. brian nash okay yeah, I've lost to Nash too. That was uh, yeah. That was that was a strange in gear where because like the first round I only got one right and the second round he only got one right. That was a mm-hmm. that was a tough game. All right, well, uh, Brian, since you are our champion, won't you uh, have any? You have any final words for us? <clears throat> well, just to honor Scott, <clears throat> to be the man, you got to beat the man. <laughs> yep, it's true. That's wise wise words indeed. And, and today uh, you are the man. Scott, any uh, parting words to leave us with? Uh, not really. Uh, I always enjoy the show. Uh, I'm going to join not reading into the wild in the future. Um, <laughs> jerk. And, You're such uh, a jerk. Uh, well, I, you laughed at me. For, Dude, for Harrison, if you, I mean, if you've seen Emil Hirsch, come on. <laughs> come on. I've seen Emil Hirsch not in that role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I don't know the role to know that it's a teenage kid, but um, 
Uh, yeah, well, again, I look very forward to uh, buying copies of that book just to uh, stash in a basement. Somewhere. Notice, Adam, I have never been that mean to you. I just make you watch know, bad movies. Grand, grandkids, grandkids of mine are going to be like, why does he have 400 copies of Into the Wild that have never been opened in this basement? It's just to keep them out of other people's hands. So, yeah. So. Spite is a hell of a drug. It's it's uh, it keeps uh, yeah it keeps me going. It's what keeps me uh, alive is the resentment in my heart. All right, well that's Adam and I'm John. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.